Welcome to the Digital Locution Podcast, a place for you to feel seen, heard, and empowered along your lock journey. I'm your host and digital locution, Jocelyn Renee. Again, how about that? Can you hear me now? Press a one if you can hear me in the comments. No, hearing a ticking sound. Do we like that? Okay, you hear me? Yes, awesome. All right, there we go. All right, cool. Welcome, family. I was saying that I'm grateful for your presence and that this episode might be a little bit dated because I titled it Product Junkie. And I feel like we haven't used that term in a long time. So my apologies. The, the point of tonight's live conversation is save you some money and some time with hair care products, okay? And I think that is all what we all want to do, right? Press the two if you try and save some time and some money when it comes to your products. Also, if you are live or if you're watching the replay, go ahead in the comment section and share where you're tuning in from and what is your favorite product right now? Like what has been like the go-to, like the go, like I gotta have this one product all the time. What is that for you right now? While y'all doing that, because you know we like to keep these conversations engaging and interactive for everyone that's new here. Because we, we had, had a little viral moment this week, like looking at the numbers on my page. So shout out to all of the new people that have joined the family. My name is Jocelyn Renee, and you can think of me as your digital optician. My goal is to help you cultivate the healthiest set of locks possible through a holistic approach, through education, through knowledge, through making sure that you're choosing products with purpose, okay? We're doing things that have intention with the mindfulness, right? So shout out to you for being here. And if you haven't subscribed, subscribe, go ahead and do that right now. So I see uh, Louisiana here, North Georgia. Callie is in the building or on the live, shall we say. <laughs> Okay, Georgia holding it down. Thank you for joining, Sharon. Uh, Georgia, again, Mississippi. I think that's what MS stands for. Geography was not my strongest suit here. <laughs> Welcome, Kimberly. Thank you so much for joining. 
We got VA in the building. It's right up the street from me. And I'm really excited. I don't know if you follow me on social like Instagram. I haven't been posting lately because I've been head down and finishing up my first book. We are almost to the finish line. Then I can pick some other things back up. And one of the things that I will be picking back up in 2024 is doing some real live in-person events. So make sure you are part of my email community. The link is in the description box so that you get notified when we can, you know, get together in real life. All right. It's not just not just on the computer screen. Okay. So I asked everyone in the comments to share what is your go-to product right now? Like what product is giving you the most joy at this moment? And I see a lot of people saying rose water, Denise, rose water, Krishana. Hopefully I pronounced your name right. Also, Rose Order is giving life. Trader Joe's hair serum. I was just watching a um, video about Trader Joe's. Such an interesting company. The Phoenix is the Aussie shampoo and conditioner. Gianna's like in the Lion Locks. Anything specific with their line or just the whole collection? Jackie said, I got to have my clarifying shampoo. I love that. Definitely have to have that clarifying shampoo, okay? Absolutely. Everybody should be saying clarifying shampoo, truly. <laughs> uh, we also have Missouri in the building. And uh, so St. Louis, naturally, <laughs> says, I need that water honey hydration by Camille Rose. Bridget's doing that lock sanity rose water and mints. I love that. I love that we are focusing on herbal moisturizing, okay? Always, always a good thing. Let me see. Uh, Oklahoma's in the building. VH says they are loving the moisture infusion by Crown Elements. Shout out to you, okay? Gotta get that Crown Elements. Katie also is enjoying Crown Elements. Jay is doing the aloe vera. Kimberly is enjoying herbal rinses. And see, I see a lot of other really good, great, great, great recommendations. And this might be a little bit triggering because if you are somebody who is by definition a product junkie, we're going to get into that definition soon. This might be sending your radar like, oh, I need to get that, I need to get that, I need to try that. But I want to have this conversation so that we can again, really save some money and save some time when it comes to products. And that may require you to go to rehab, product rehab, not be so much of a product junkie. So I know that term is really old, at least back in, oh my gosh, what was that? Like 2010, 2009, 2010, people were really much, do y'all remember? Product swaps, like events where you will go and swap products. Press a three if you ever attended or you remember product swaps, where I would say at like one of the heights of the natural hair community and product, like products for naturally textured hair, because there were so many products, people were buying things left and right. We would have events, like legit, the, the, the purpose of the event was to hey, I got this product. I don't like it. You take this one. Ooh, what you got? Let me get that one. Let me get that one. The product 
ism or just buying a bunch of products. It was a thing. And one of the things that I noticed, see some of y'all, y'all, y'all here, y'all remember them times, okay? <laughs> one of the things I'm noticing is that a lot of people naturally, right? I feel like it just it just comes with the territory. Oftentimes the the desire is to have a product that is going to solve all the problems, right? So I want to make sure, I want to make sure that we have at the top of our mind, as we go into this holiday season, we're buying a bunch of stuff. They know we're buying a bunch of stuff. And we're going into 2024 where, if we're being honest, you know, we just want to be more mindful with our spending. Your products is an area where you can tighten the reins a little bit. All right. So we're going to have this conversation. So by definition, got some little, little notes here. Make sure that, uh, you know, we have very clear conversations centered on education. Before I share this, can anybody define what a product junkie is or what does product junkieism look like? What would the definition be that you're that you would use? So St. Louis says, I was a product junkie in my Afro days. It's been years before, it was years before I decided to get locked. Monica was like, I ain't never heard of them events. Listen, I was deep. I've been in this natural hair thing for, for a decade at this point. Been in it since we had product. I've been in really passionate about hair, talking about hair, sharing my story before aisles were ethnic hair aisles where you had to look through all the all the products that was there for just hair and see if they have something for you. I've been in it since then. <laughs> Monica says, a product junkie is somebody with a bunch of different types of products. I like that. It, it does truly kind of sum, up, sum it up. So by definition, product junk, junkieism or being a product junkie is someone who compulsively purchases any and all hair products in sight or or and I feel like this or is what's going to catch all the all the folks that was like no nah, that's not me this other definition is where, usually where you're at you're forever on a mission to find the next best thing <laughs> if either of those apply to you again this is a safe space no judgment press the four by definition, product junkieism is compulsively purchasing any and all hair products in sight. So you see that, see that orange bottom, see that yellow bottom. You're like, ooh, look at that logo. Look at that. Look at that font. Look at that. Ooh, look at that. Got an avocado on it. Buying any and all products in sight. Or someone that is forever on a mission to find the next best thing. Ooh. Kelly says it's also somebody that's excessive shopper of hair products. Yeah. So <laughs> I was for sure a product junkie. Like I was coordinating the events for the product swaps because I had a hoard of products and I wanted to see what other people had so that we could swap. So I'm I'm in this. I'm in this. And I can acknowledge that being a product junkie, or even if you don't want to self-identify as a product junkie, you just find yourself trying to always like you have some product that works 
but then you see another product and you're like, oh, I just, let me just buy that. Maybe that one, maybe that one's going to help. Or maybe that one's going to do something different. If you are in that boat, I really want to get to the root of it because I do believe understanding this and also like reflecting on it will help you again, save some time with the products and save some money. So product junkieism or just compulsively buying products or looking for products all the time has a root in consumerism that when I began to really study entrepreneurship as I was taking classes in college and business, one of the things that stuck out to me, and it also, it just affects the duality that I have in this space, like with serving my community, is this notion that with business, particularly in consumer goods, y'all, listen to this. The, the practice or the principle, the mindset, how they want business owners that sell consumer goods, how they want it to work is they want you to find a need, okay? Create a problem and then sell the solution. Like those are the three ingredients for like success with consumer goods, particularly in America, right? We're rooted in capitalism, which is, you know, just getting other people to buy a whole bunch of your stuff. So you make more capital. But let me, let me make it make sense, right? Find a need, create a problem, sell the solution. So if we're talking, if we're looking about finding a need, what is something that traditionally people of color needed, shall we say, to survive, to be um, welcomed into society? What is something that people of color needed? I have my thoughts, but I'm curious what you, what are your thoughts? What is something that people of color needed in society at large? Like what could be a need that they needed to find and feel? Kelly was saying that when I got locked, I had enough products to su supply my sister for almost two years, right? When we had to lock our hair, and then it was like, oh man, these products are not gonna work. It's like, I feel like that part for me was a very, it put my addiction to products on blast. Like, dang, I have a lot of, what am I gonna do with this? <laughs> what am I gonna do with this? So yes, I see you. So we, Kimberly says manageable hair. We also have the moisturized hair, straightened hair, hair grease, extensions. But I'm a, I'm a, it's generally around here. I would say for people of color, they needed to be accepted, right? There was this notion that people that had straight, shiny hair or slim bodies, really anything other than the Afro aesthetic was ideal or the standard. And so for us to survive, we needed to be accepted. Right. So that's a need. We need to be accepted. And in order to be accepted, we probably need hair straighteners, moisturized hair, pressing combs, hair, like all that stuff. But as an example, you find a need, you need that acceptance. Right. So if people of color need to be accepted. How can I make this a problem for them? How can I highlight their problem that they have? 
well, let's just look at media. Let's make all the commercials, all the packaging, have people that have straight, shiny hair and um, everything is really flowy and we're going to call that clean. And so your problem is that you have dry looking hair. Your hair looks dry. Your hair is unmanageable. Your hair is curly. So, hey, buy this grease and it's going to make your hair shine. And it's like, oh, I do want my hair to look shiny. You see all these women? Like their hair looks shiny. I want my hair to look like that. Our hair don't naturally look like that. Our hair does not naturally shine. Our hair naturally has a sheen, but it don't shine. So if you, they have a need, you show them that they have a problem, you sell, you you make that problem a highlight and say, oh, but it's, it's something here that can help with your problem. They gave them grease, but then, remember, it's three things. It's, it, just giving them grease is not enough. Because if I give you that the solution to it, why are you going to come back? Or are you just going to come back for this one thing? No, no, this is the, they gave them grease, but grease, because it coated the hair and it prevented moisture, which is water from getting into hair. Then what happened? The hair got dry. So now, because I sold you something for your problem, I can sell you the solution to the problem I just gave you. So then, you got a whole other suite of products that they got that you now you now need to solve the problem that was created by the thing the first thing you purchased. And so we just have this drive this 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 desire to purchase things because of problems that are manufactured. So how can we fix this, right? That that's the goal here. That's our that's the point of our conversation today. Is trying to fix or correct or take back how we can manage what we're putting into our hair or what we're even doing with our hair. So I think that it starts with defining. Hey, thank you for joining. It starts by defining what do we even want with our hair? Do you want your hair to look shiny? Do you want your hair to feel soft? Do you want to you do you want it to just be flowy? Do you just want to be able to put it up and your edges lay down? Like what is it that you want? Define what you want, define how you want your hair to look. Like if you could put that in one word. How do you want your hair to look? What is one word that describes how you want your hair to look or feel? Put that in the comments. What's that one word? Like how would you define what healthy hair or what your hair looks like. <laughs> Listen, Lori says they're trying to fix something that wasn't broken to begin with. Okay. They, they've done a number. They've done a number on us for sure. <laughs> you want it to feel like a marshmallow. I like that. <laughs> like soft and fluffy and squishy. That's the vibe. Healthy, soft, soft, healthy. You want your hair to look or feel healthy, but you got what is what is healthy? What is health? What is what is get to what is healthy feel like? What is healthy look like for you? Is it your natural sheen? Like get into that root is where you start. Okay. And then 
also at the same time break down what type of investment you're trying to make here like do you feel like okay my hair is an area in my lifestyle where i'm willing to put in $20 a month, $30 a month, $50 a month, $100 a month, $10 a month. Like, what does your investment look like? And then you got to go purge all them products, okay? Grab all your products, put them all together, line them all up on the sink, okay? Because we're getting to saving money, okay? When you purchase things, products specifically, without, de without this definition of what you're looking for, what you're willing to pay for it, you will buy anything. You're like, you know what? Oh, I see it. I've seen this bottle. This look cute. Let me get this. Oh, wait, look at that bottle. It's white. Let me get that one. I, I want to try this one. You're just trying all the things. You have no clear focus with your product purchases. You just going based off, oh, you know what? This bottle say, this bottle say healthy. I'm going to get this bottle. It say healthy. We got to get real clear what we want, why we want it, what we're willing to pay for it, okay? And then once we have all these products lined up on our sink and our bathroom, our bedroom, do you already have something that can solve that problem? Is it already there? Because I know we done tucked some things in the back of the, in the, back of the closet under the sink somewhere, all right? When you... <laughs> Look at these products. It's not just if you have some that's going to solve the problem. I want you all to check the expiration dates on them, okay? Have you ever checked the expiration dates on your products? Did you know that products had expiration dates? Press a six if you are aware of the product expiry. Press a seven if you ain't never looked at no product expiration dates. You probably you, I didn't even know. Didn't even know products expired. Press a six if you knew that and you're aware of it. Press a seven if you did not even know. Ooh, I love that. My definition of healthy is uninhibited growth from the scalp, no breakage, soft and smelling good. Mmm, I love that. Romana <laughs> says, I'll spend as long as organic and healthy. That organic is it's important nowadays, truly. Stop. I'm, I already did my second workout. <laughs> Y'all know I was back with 75 hard. All right. So your products, they have this little, it's like usually on the bottom of the label near the barcode or the company website toward the back. It's going to be like a little cup. And that little cup will have a number on it. It will say like 3M, 6M, 12M, 24M. Those dictate how long from the time you open it, that product is going to last. Okay, so if you look in the back of the bottle and it says 3M, like three months, and you know you purchased that more than three months ago, unfortunately, you got to let that go. Okay, but now that you're aware of it, you know that when you purchase products and bring them home, you got to use it within that amount of time or else, you know, you're wasting money. And also keep in mind, I, I need to be really clear, keep in mind where you're storing them. If you're storing your products like your shampoos or your moisturizers in a bathroom that is near your shower, 
or anything that gets real humid, you will impact the expiration date. Typically, it makes them expire quicker. All right. So um, try to keep it in a more controlled environment, like under the sink or in your bedroom, somewhere where it doesn't have to, the temperature doesn't fluctuate. Okay. Just a little fun fact. Let those go. Okay. But now, you know, when you're purchasing products, you're not going to waste money because now you're aware of this expiration date and your hair is not going to be impacted because you're using old school products in your hair. Okay. Save some money right there. I also want you all to set very, very clear expectations. Okay. Set real expectations with your products. Please, okay, I found in my professional experience, experience as a loctician, also being someone that allows um, the community, like I, I um, offer virtual consultations, so I speak with people across the world when it comes to products. One of the most common, like, scenarios that comes up is, I just started using this product maybe like a month ago. It's not working. My hair is feeling dry or it's making my hair feel X, Y, Z, or my hair felt like this. I was using this product for two weeks and it's not good. In the comments, I would like for you to put the number, a number, the number of times you should try a product before you decide it's bad. Not even should. The number of times you try a product before you decide it's bad. What is that for you? Do you try it one time? Do you try it two times? Do you try it three times? What is the number of times that you yourself personally will try or give a product a try before determining if it is good, bad, horrible, throwing in the trash? What's that number for you? Ooh, okay, so I see two, two times, four times, three times, five times, one time, five or six times. Bridget's like, you know what? I, I bought this. I'm going to try to use it up. I'm going to use all of it, okay? <laughs> Monica says, until I finish that container, all right? We, we ain't playing no games. You know what I really love? Ooh, you know what I really love? I like this one. This is close. This is close to my answer. Belovic says, I'm going to give it two washes and two retwists. Okay. Kelly says, we ain't wasting no money. Okay. <laughs> Kelly said, I'm trying it till it's gone. All right. <laughs> Listen, I get it. Hey, that's, that's really some savings right there. You really get to know if this is going to work for you. When I say set real expectations or when I'm encouraging you to set real expe expectations, my recommendation is to try it for three to four shampoo cycles. So some people shampoo your hair every week. So you could really find out if this product is going to work or not within a month. Some folks only shampoo their hair every month. And so it's going to take you three to four months. Some people shampoo their hair every two weeks. So you could probably figure it out within about two months or so. But two to or three to four shampoo cycles is really, 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 really important. Because if you've been using, let's just say I've been using some oil on my hair 
at the beginning of December. I've been using this oil, this new oil, and now it's the middle of December. And I'm like, ooh, I want to try this new oil I just found. And so I buy the new oil. Maybe I wash my hair, maybe I don't. And I put this new oil in my hair. Am I giving this new oil a fair chance or is my hair still having the effects of the oil that I started the month with? And if it is still having the effects of that oil, when I use it the first time, shampoo or not, when I use it the second time, has that product got all the way out? Give it a couple times of repeated uses so that you can really identify if that product is working. But most people don't do that. They try it a time or two and they're like, oh, that's trash. This is not working for me. I, Nope, this is, can't even do it. And it's like, did that product get a fair shot at your hair? And better question, y'all, press an eight. If when you're trying a new product, you try to, you buy it in collections, press a nine if you're just like buying one off. Like I'm gonna buy the moisturizer from this one, the shampoo from this one, the conditioner from this one. So press an eight if you buy things in collection. You buy, okay, I'm going to get the shampoo, the conditioner, the oil, the moisturizer off from this one company. Or press a nine if you kind of pick and choose what works for your hair. Because that matters too. Because our hair has a certain pH and our hairs oftentimes, my hair right here is real tight, tightly coiled. We got some tight curls right here. Blessed. To have the tight curls here. The back of my head is, is loose, loosey goosey, all in the back. All right. So something might work here that doesn't not, not necessarily work right here, but at the same time, I gotta give them all a chance to experience it. All my hairs, they need an equal opportunity. I'm an equal opportunity. We got EEO up in this hair. <laughs> so having a collection helps, right? Because typically collections are formulated together right so they can balance each other when you have a shampoo opens your hair up the conditioner or conditioning starts to close it back down the moisturizer helps to reinforce the ingredients that was in the shampoo the uh herbal rinse or the oil helps to balance how quickly the moisturizers want to leave your hair like typically they all work together when you get one from here one from there one from there it's going to take a little bit more time for everything to adjust Okay, so um, just keep that in mind as you are looking for your products. Try to use them up. Make sure you're identifying what you really need. Okay, make sure everything is expired. And as you are selecting it, try your best, if you can, to select it in a collection. Try to find a line or a brand of products that has everything that you need in it, ideally. So they can be balanced together. Uh, I saw a question that said, what's a good pH level for shampoo and conditioner? So your natural, the natural pH of your hair is between 4.5 and 5.5. That like will keep your hair neutral. Like let's just say it wants to be here. But moisture is stored inside of the hair. So shampoos and conditioners, they tend to want to open the hair up like when you wet it because it's because it's 4.5 to 5.5 water naturally will open it up let's see it's kind of open a little bit 
I know you shampoo and getting things out and stuff like that. So the shampoo conditioner, you want to have it around five, like any five, six, four, five between six, five, and four to try to like lower the pH back down so that your hair is not busting it wide open and it's real dry, letting everything go. Okay, you gotta bring it back down. All right. So <clears throat> look at that pH, especially for those of you that have um, high porosity hair. You want to be really mindful of the pH of your shampoos and any type of conditioning ingredients that you're using because you need to lower that outside layer. You need to keep it closed. Whereas people that have uh, people that have high porosity, be aware of it. People that have low porosity, not so much, right? Because your hair is going to naturally close itself back down. But you need to make sure that you're incorporating steam. But we can save that for a whole other conversation. All right. So for my product junkie folks or anybody out here that just is forever on a mission for the next best, best thing, try to use what you have and make sure what you have is not expired. Do your best to buy things in collections or bundles, making sure they, you know, the, the product line meets your needs. Get a sample. Most I feel like most hair care companies nowadays, they offer little trial kits that should be enough, at least we at Crown Elements, try to make it enough for you to give yourself that three to four shampoo cycles to, to figure it out, okay? But if you're just doing it one time, it's really not giving it a fair shot. And I say that so that you're mindful when you're watching, you know, us YouTubers online and they're saying, oh, hey, I just got this new product. I'm going to give it a try. And this is my first impression. They use it one time. I steer clear of those. Okay. Yes, I would love to hear your first impressions, but let me know what it's like when you've been using that product for a couple weeks, couple months. You know, especially when I don't know if that, I'm not really in that influencer ecosystem, but I feel like when you get sent products by companies, it's like, oh, let me try this. Let me record this video, be done, and go back to my regular regimen. It's not let me try this. This company is paying me for me paying for me to use it over a couple months, but maybe those are questions you should ask though. If you're, you know, getting your product recommendations from videos, in my humble opinion. All right. So did this help you have a better understanding of how to buy products, what to look out for, and also what to clear out in your house? So that you can make more conscious decisions with your products. If it did, put a thumbs up or press a one. I think we're we're back 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 down to one. Well, this says I use I, love, I use Crown Elements, which thank you, and you love the products, but you use them up too quick. Take your time. Take your time. Okay, those babies, your hair. I'm sure your hair loved it. So I said thank you. And you just want to give it some more, but just take it easy. Take it easy. Um, it was just also one of the videos, it was one of the reasons why I made a video about um how to properly moisturize because that was the feedback I was getting, particularly with our moisture infusion moisturizer, our urban moisturizer. People were like, I just use it so fast, make bigger bottles, make it bigger bottles. I'm like, how are you using it? And it wasn't, until, <laughs> it wasn't until I had a consultation. I was like, how do you use it? And I tell you, drenching, 
drenching the hair. And I was like, listen, all right, you're not alone here. I'm sure there's a lot of other people that are also doing this. Just, it's just a mist. It's all you need, okay? Particularly when you're using natural or herbal products, they don't have as, in, they don't, their effect is not as immediate as um, a lot of the store-bought products, which tend to have um, more like silicones and things in it that immediately coat the surface of your hair so you can see and feel something. But then like an hour or so later, you're like, why is my hair back dry? Whereas an herbal ingredient or herbal products, when you use them immediately, it's not going to really feel like much. But as the day goes on, it's like, ooh, my hair, yeah, it does feel better. That is the power of herbs versus chemicals. So just a thought. And I, I can't even highlight that. Candy, don't be using that gel. I'm not even going to put that on the screen. Do not be using that gel. I rebuke it. Thank you all so much for watching. Um, oh, I did I did see a comment earlier that I wanted to address. Someone said that some products don't provide an expiration date. Some product companies may not, particularly if they're like um, smaller, um, smaller, like homemade companies. If you do not see an expiration date, reach out to the company because you need to know when the products are going to expire. All product, the herbs, they have an expiration date. It might not be expiration to they spoil, like grow mold or mildew, but it can be a decrease in their effectiveness. And you need to know what that is. All products have that. So reach out if you're using a product where you don't have an expiration date, or maybe if you're making it at home. If you're making your products at home, look at the expiration date for the ingredients that go into the product, just to give you a baseline. All right? Um, yes. Shelf life, exactly. Uh, what's the shelf life of the herbal conditioner? 12 months. If you have one of the older canisters, it might not be on there. Um, but I know we updated on the website and on the new levels, on the new labels, <laughs> new labels we put it on there because again, it's really important, all right? Uh, for those of you that may be interested in Crown Elements, giving um, our hair care product line a try we have a what we call a lock care bundle which is the six best products that you need from your lock for your locks from the shampoo to the moisturizer our oil the um scalp refresher the herbal rinse all of all of those products in one package is called the lock care bundle so that is that is our our sample pack <laughs> all right Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Hopefully this was helpful. Again, thumbs up the video if you learned something, if you enjoyed the conversation. If you are not live or if you have any questions that I didn't get an opportunity to answer, definitely feel free to drop them in the comment section. And as always, I am wishing you peace, love, and good vibes. I'll see you next time.